Here we are again with more Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And now, Ann, mm -hmm. we are going to go back into total fantasy okay. with the Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. I think we're going to go back about 1,300 years. <laughs> Definitely. It's all fantasy, and that's fine. If you saw The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, you know about the Pevensey children, Lucy, Edmund, Peter, and Susan. They found their way through the wardrobe into the land of Narnia and at that time defeated the evil White Witch. Right, played by? Played by <laughs> Tilda Swinton. They are this time in the subway, yes. or the underground as they call it, in mm -hmm. London. Suddenly the wall falls away and they find themselves back in Narnia. Now, they're only a year older, right. but 1,300 years have <laughs> gone by in Narnia, so nobody is around that we knew before. And they realize that they have to help ward off the power of an evil king mm -hmm. and restore the rightful heir to Narnia's throne, and that is Prince Caspian. Mm -hmm. Played by Ben Barnes. Ben Barnes right. played Prince Caspian. Lucy Pavency, the youngest of the children, is played by Georgie Henley, and she really kind of steals this movie. She is totally adorable. I actually liked William Mosley very much in this picture as Peter. I think he really comes into his own. He's very good in the dueling sequences. I think he's a terrific young actor. I do have a problem with this one, Anne, and I'll tell oh. you why. I'm sorry. Well, it's not horrible. But The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe mm -hmm. was filled with magical creatures. Yes. And they talked, and some of them were evil, and some of them were good. There was a wonderful fawn. There were bad polar bears. There was the White Witch. And, of course, Liam Neeson voiced Aslan, mm -hmm. the lion, who mm -hmm. is basically the god figure mm -hmm. in this whole story. He is the only one who has survived these 1,300 years. He's right. still around. Right. But there was a charm to Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe that doesn't appear here because in this one, number one, there's a lot more battles. It's a darker version. That's no question about it. This Narnia is not the fun place that it was in the first movie. Not at all. And secondly, they are fighting other people. The would-be king, King Miraz, played by a good actor, Sergio Castellito. So I was very, very much reminded in this film mm -hmm. of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which, as you probably know, I didn't care for very much. Mm -hmm. So I was disappointed in this. I was also disappointed in the casting of Ben Barnes as Prince Caspian. He is a terrific-looking guy. Beautiful-looking actor. Ooh. But unfortunately, he and a lot of the other people who play Narnians in this film have Spanish accents, mm -hmm. sort of. Sort of. I didn't know exactly where he was from. I couldn't place the dialect, so it was a little disconcerting. But I thought that he had a certain presence on the screen and was able to overcome that. Well, you know, you look at Brad Pitt before he learned how to act. He certainly had a presence on the screen. He was great to look at, and he brought a kind of charisma to his mm -hmm. early roles that I don't think Barnes did in this film. You're not thrilled with the movie. I'm not thrilled with the movie. Okay. I didn't hate it, but I'm not thrilled with it. Well, I'm going to compare this for a minute to Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because I think that this movie has it all over that picture. And my reason for saying that is that there's a lot of imagination in Narnia. There's a lot of fantasy. There are still some surprises. So the movie has a freshness that I don't believe the Indiana Jones movie has. Now, that said, there are some minor quibbles with the movie, but they are indeed minor. I think that when you compare this movie to something like Lord of the Rings, that's unfortunate, Les, because this movie is not 
ever going to be what those movies are. I mean, those movies are so enormous. They are so huge. They are so immense. Narnia is rather small. Considering, sure. And I like the fact that this magical kingdom is so beautiful. The artists who created it have kept it as gorgeous a place as I've ever seen on the screen. And the flora and the fauna and the beautiful magical creatures, there's still plenty of them, the the little mice that were very adorable and very charming. Then you have Aslan, the gorgeous lion who speaks beautiful thoughts and philosophies. I wish there was more of that lion, as a matter of fact. I think that there's enough in this picture that makes it a far superior film to that other epic, Indiana Jones. Well, yes. If I had to compare the two of them, I think this is a better film. But I was still a little bit put off by the fact that it was so much darker, that there was such a lot of fighting and snarling and all that sort of thing, a lot of dueling. Although the scene, the duel mm-hmm. between Peter Pavensi, played by William Mosley, and King Maraz, played by Sergio Castellito, was Excellent. It was very, very well done. Beautifully choreographed. Yes. That's another thing that I liked about this movie very, very much, and that was that the battle sequences were so clever. It wasn't like I had seen them before. They did maneuvers, and they had ideas to outwit each other that were simply astonishing. And I thought that that was a fascinating part of the film, and I liked the fact that the screenwriters really tried to think of how can we do a battle sequence and surprise the audience, and I felt that they did. It was very, very creative and very, very inventive. But as a whole, I was a little disappointed with it, and that is why I'm giving it a yellow light, a much brighter, perkier yellow light than I gave to Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I'm so tired of saying that over and over again. (laughs) Well, just think you won't have to say it again ever. until. Well, you might have to when the next Indiana Jones comes out and you'll have to compare it to the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I certainly want to see that next one (laughs) when Harrison Ford is now 75. Right. (laughs) But anyway, for me, the Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian gets a bright, perky yellow light. And I'm going to give it a beautiful green light. I think that it's a lovely movie for children and for adults. And even if it doesn't quite adhere to the C.S. Lewis books and the philosophy of those books, it's all right because this is swell filmmaking, everybody. And it's a wonderful statement about good and evil, about the repressed and the oppressed in a very nice, general, good-natured way. It doesn't hit you over the head. So for me, Narnia, Prince Caspian, gets a green light. Okay, very good. I respect your right to disagree with me, as you do (laughs) so often. (laughs) Well, it's a battle of good and evil between us all the time, isn't it? (laughs) You're darn right. You're darn right. Okay, the Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. Green light from Anne, yellow light from me. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Anne Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.